Hi there, and thanks for joining us for Stress to the Nines, a daily devotional from First Presbyterian Church of Fort Smith. Good evening, it's 9 p.m. Let's begin. O God, come to our assistance. O Lord, hasten to help us. The Lord grant us a restful night and peace at the last. We're going to look at chapter 4 of Esther today. Things did not end very well last night um, with an edict coming down from on high that all Jews should be killed, men, women, and children. And uh, in chapter 4, what basically happens, uh, I'll read portion to you, but to catch you up, of course, when Mordecai hears this, he's the one who refused to bow, who is Esther's adopted father. He uh, puts on sackcloth and covers himself in ashes and takes on the very traditional uh, visuals of repentance and of lament. And he's walking around the king's uh, gate uh, like that. And Esther gets word that he's doing this. And so she sends a messenger and says, why are you doing this, uh, adopted dad? And um, Mordecai sends back a message through the messenger that says what has happened, gives her a copy of the edict, and says, I, I really wish you would use your influence here and go and talk to the king. And then um, Esther sends this message uh, through her servant back to Mordecai. She says, all the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is but one law and all alike are to be put to death. Only if the king holds out the golden scepter to someone may that person live, and I myself have not been called to come into the king for 30 days. So she's saying, you know, I don't have the influence you think I have here. I can't just show up unless he asks me to come, and he hasn't. And it could be a death sentence if I try to jump on that when I haven't been invited. And then Mordecai is told what Esther said, and he simply replies this through the messenger to Esther. He says, do not think that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silence at such a time as this, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another quarter. But you and your father's family will perish. Who knows? Perhaps you have come to royal dignity for just such a time as this. And then Esther replies to Mordecai through the messenger, Go and gather all the Jews that are found in Susa. Hold a fast um, and nobody eat and drink. I'll hold a fast too. And then after that, um, I'll see if I can go to the king. And if I perish, she says, I perish. So I want to talk about that phrase for such a time as this, because we see this in church world a lot. Um, I've seen... Um, I've seen curriculum uh, titled for such a time as this. I actually just saw a church's newsletter was about to celebrate an employee's 10-year anniversary with them, with working there, and they called it for such a time as this, and that's fine. Uh, we use it all the time in that, in that setting, but this is its original setting. It is a call to action, and it's a call to justice, and are you going to be a part of it? When Mordecai says, uh, for such a time as this, Esther, and perhaps you have come into your station for such a time as this. 
Uh, perhaps you have a role to play in the larger movements of history here. So I don't know. I don't know if every single one of us gets a for such a time as this, but I think many of us do. And especially in our own small ways, um, for such a time as this, is this the time you are being called to step forward, to speak out when you would have been silent, um, to think about someone else's uh, needs rather than your own fear um, of being singled out. There's all kinds of things going on here with Esther, um, but Mordecai is really calling her to the carpet uh, and saying, it could be that you are queen, my dear, <laughs> to save us. It could be that God made you queen uh, for such a time as this. So there's a lot of talk about power and privilege right now. And I want you to wade through that for a moment. Don't put all your other weights you might have about that. Uh, but we all are given a certain amount of power and a certain amount of privilege just to even live in this country at this time. We simply are. And so how will we use the power we have? How will we use the privilege we have? We may not reverse histories or be written in any books any time soon, but we all have the opportunity uh, to ask ourselves that question every day and, and try to figure out how to answer it every day. Um, for it could be that for such a time as this. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for all of us this night who do have privilege in our lives. We have an education or we have a few dollars in the bank or we have a family support system we have a church family, we have a, a job. Whatever it is that gives us privilege, gives us some power, Lord, give us wisdom on how to use it, for what to use it. We pray this night for those who may feel forgotten who often are forgotten. For those who will work tonight while we rest. For those who seek work but cannot find it. For those who will work tirelessly all day tomorrow and no one will notice. We pray for all who feel forgotten tonight. We offer this and all prayers in your son's precious name who taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Phil will be with you in the morning and I'll see you tomorrow night. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and give you his peace, both now and forevermore. 
Amen. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Stress to the Nines. You can enjoy this daily devotional five days a week on the church's Facebook page at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. or continue to enjoy them on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Until the next time, peace.